Grand Rising, Grand Rising, I am so happy to have you here with us uh, on today. Welcome to the Mind Your Business podcast call. I am your host, Tracy Walker, and this is where you can come to get your daily dose of of mindset, marketing, and, of course, money. We do this podcast call live every single Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I'd absolutely love for you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast streaming platform. If you head over to www.com, winwithtracy.com, you will see a link to this podcast, and you will be able to subscribe to your favorite streaming service, and I would truly appreciate your support. So now, let's get going. It is Friday. It is Friday, everybody, and what is working now? What is working now? Okay, so listen, if you're a business owner, right? You're an entrepreneur. You're someone who is, you know, more focused on building something for yourself and your family than you are continuing to work for your job if you currently have a job. This is the podcast for you, okay? This is all about you minding your business, the things that you need to do in order to make sure that you stay ahead in this climate, in this economic world, as well as in this marketing environment because things have definitely changed over the last 10 years or so. And so I want to talk a little bit about marketing. We talked about some marketing on yesterday, but what I really want to dive a little bit deeper in on today is the one thing that most business owners need more of. Now, what is that? And that is leads, 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 leads. We talked about leads on the previous podcast, right? And I talked about how to make a post and leverage the comments and likes and things of that sort from people who actually raise their hand by commenting or liking or sharing and getting in their DMs, right, and being able to share your link with them, not necessarily to your business, but to something of value that allows you to generate a lead, allows you to capture that person's name, their email address, and maybe possibly their phone number, depending on what it is that you are marketing, okay? But here's what I want you to completely understand. We live in a world where it's all about the marketing. It, it just is. It's, if you look at business across the landscape, you will see a lot of companies that you would regard as not even being the best thing smoking in their particular industry. They might be all right. They might be all right. Like, you like them. They're okay. But you know other companies that are better. And they may even be smaller. And they may not even have nearly the amount of yearly or annual revenue that this other company has. So what is the difference? Generally speaking, it's because of their exposure. It's because of the partnerships. It's because of their ability to get in front of their audience. So the bottom line is that you have to get in front of your audience. Now let's talk a little bit about direct sales for a second, okay? Direct sales, the whole point of direct sales is generally getting in front of other people's audiences. That is not a new concept, okay? It, is the, it has been, the, it's been the, the play since the beginning of time, okay? Generally, traditionally, Indirect sales, what happened? 
you talk to somebody about your business, they get started, and then what is it that you want to do? You want to get their list or you want to get them launched so that you can present in front of their list of people. You want to talk to influential people on their list, in their what? Their network. So what essentially are you looking to do? You're always looking to get in front of other people's audiences, okay? So that is not a new concept. The challenge, the challenge is that when you are trying to get in front of other people's audiences and you're doing it the old way, what happens is that you build resistance, right? Um, there's resistance. Resistance from who? The person that you're, the new person that you've just started a business relationship with. So if you enroll someone to get started and, and you're like, okay, we need to get your list, you know, they're apprehensive, they're gun shy, they're this, they're that. And why is that? Well, not all people, but a lot of people are. Why is that? It's because they've already hit these people up. Their people have said no. They've had disputes, arguments. They've fallen out with people. They're in the NFL club. No friends left. It's all these different types of dynamics that have taken place <clears throat> from this person's perspective in reference to their list. So when you come around and your goal is to get in front of their audience, they almost don't want to put you in front of their audience, which creates a challenge, Right. Your goal is to get in front of more people, and their goal is to not give you their people because they feel like their people are going to respond negatively and it's not going to work. So then you have to go through this whole mindset thing, and you got to go through all this rigmarole, and you got to get people pumped up, and you got to teach them stuff, and you got to train them, and you got to get them ready, and then you got to make sure they don't start talking to the people ahead of time, and you got to make sure they don't ruin it before you get on the phone with them. You got to you got to help them get the uh, the scripts together. You got to make sure they do it right. All of this has to happen just to get in front of somebody else's audience. And when it's all said and done, maybe they have 15 people. Maybe they have 20 people. Now, if the person that you're working with is a highly influential person, 15 people might be a slam dunk. So it's not even about the quantity. It's all about the quality. It's all about the quality. But if you've got just a regular, average, everyday person, they've got five people, ten people, okay, you've got to get in front of their audience, five, ten people. Then you've got to find somebody in that group. Then you've got to get in front of their audience, five or ten people, right? You've got to get in front of their group, five or ten people. You've got to get in front of their group, five or ten people. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is a lengthy process. It can be a lengthy process. And I don't know about you, but, you know, I know people don't like when you say get rich quick, but every time I look up, whenever there is something, especially on Facebook, that's like, hey, uh, don't, it's free, get started, make $100 a day without calling your friends and family, everybody is in the comments like info, 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 because people say they don't want to get rich quick, but they really do. They really, really do. If people were interested in getting rich slow, then they would not be raising their hands when different offers popped up for them to actually make $100 a day without doing anything. They don't want to work. People want to make money and do nothing, and they want to do it fast. So 
the challenge is that when you go about it the traditional way, it takes a lot of time and a lot of elbow grease. It takes a lot of commitment and focus. And, you know, it does take leadership. It does take a certain style of um, patience and emotional uh, control. It does take all of those things, which are all very, very good in terms of leadership. I mean, you can't, you can't ask for anything better than a person who can emotionally control themselves in a leadership position, who can handle certain situations who can handle, you know, swinging from good to bad on a pendulum in a matter of 35 seconds. That's a great thing. But I want to challenge you and ask you, but what if you didn't have to do it that way? You can. There's no rule that says you can't. But what if you could actually leverage social media and get in front of other people's audiences a lot faster and they're willing to give you their audience? They're willing to say, here's my experience you know, amount of people, and yes, I don't have a problem with you sharing your message in front of them. Wouldn't that seem like it would be a lot easier? I'm not saying don't do it the other way where you get five or ten people and maybe you'll find a gem in that. What I'm saying is that while you're doing that, while that's going slow, hey, let's speed things up. Let's get in front of audiences that are 100,000. Let's get in front of audiences that are 20,000. Let's get in front of audiences that are 500,000. Let's get in front of audiences that are a million. Because, see, what you've got to realize is that, and I believe I've said this before, if you had a chance to go on Oprah's show and Oprah announced or shared or referred your book, your course, your business, your training program, you would make so much money in the next week, it would be absolutely insane. Why? Because you got in front of a lot of people fast. And through the referral, through the recommendation of someone that is highly influential, you will make sales. That is the premise of direct sales. The premise is if you get in front of someone who's highly influential, you can recruit someone that's highly influential, then the referral that they make can help you explode you and that person's business because of the amount of sales that we'll take in based on word of mouth. The problem is, guys, the average person doesn't have any credibility. The average person has zero influence. Zero. So you get people to say, oh, I don't want to build the business. I don't want to build the business. I don't want to build a business. You know why I don't want to build a business? Because they realize they don't have any influence in their own market, and on top of it, they haven't even learned how to go and extract the people that would be beneficial to the business in the cold market. So they don't have a warm market, and they don't have the skill to market to the cold market. So therefore, they don't want to do it because they don't know how. They can't see how this is going to be a successful venture. So instead, they just become a customer. They just become a customer, whether it's drinking your juice, taking your pill, you know, studying your training, you know, using your educators, trading against your platform, whatever it is, they just, in their mind, they opt to becoming a customer. But what if you could show them as well as yourself how to get in front of the big boys and the big girls and get in front of a lot of them fast? The question is, would you be willing to pay for that? 
Would you be willing to pay to get in front of other people's audiences? Well, what do you think radio advertisement is? Radio advertisement is a form of paying the radio station to get your message in front of what? Their audience, their listeners. And depending on their reach, you could be very happy with the number of people that hear your ad and then decide to directly respond based on what your call to action is in the ad. That's what traditionally television advertising is, is, you know, you have a company, a company decides they're going to pay the network or the advertising agency or whatever X amount of dollars to get in front of what? The audience of people sitting there watching that particular show because that particular show generally has a certain demographic and you want to put your message, your offer, your product, your service in front of those people. That's getting in front of other people's audience and you're paying for it. You pay to get in the newspaper. Why? Because the newspaper has a certain circulation. And if you could pay to get in front of the circulation, the audience of people who already read this newspaper, who already like this, this content, who already subscribe to this particular publication, this magazine, this whatever, if you could do that, and you do it in a magazine, do it in a newspaper, that's what people have been doing for years. And they pay for it. Other people's audience is not new. What's new, what's new is how you do it. It's the same thing. Music, listening to music is not new. It's how you listen to it. You used to listen to it or your parents used to listen to it on an eight track. Then they used to listen to it on a record. Then they, we used to listen to it on cassette tapes. Then we used to listen to it on CDs. Then we used to listen to it on MP3 players. Now we listen to it via streaming apps. Do people still make music? Yes. Do you still listen to music? Yes. But it's the way that you're consuming the music that's changed. So when we're talking about marketing and advertising, the fact that you need to advertise has not changed. Now, if you don't think you need to advertise, then that's a problem because you're running a business. I mean, I, you're going to have to get over that because I, I just don't know how you're going to play this. It's like, hey, I want to play football, but uh, I don't want to have to wear that helmet. Mm, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to play baseball, but no, I don't think I should have to hit the ball with that bat. I should be able to hit the ball whatever I want to hit the ball with. Mm, no, not in this game. No, no, that's not how this works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna, um, – I want to be a teacher, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think I should have to go to school to learn how to teach or whatever. I just want to go in the classroom and start teaching your kids what I want to teach them. Hmm. Yeah, uh, no. Mm-mm. That's not how we play over here on this field. So when it comes to business, to even think that you're going to do this whole thing without marketing and advertising, it's actually insane. It makes zero sense. So the how we market is what's changed, not the fact that we need to market. Today we have social media. Today we leverage podcasts. Today we leverage virtual real estate. Could you go and get yourself an ad in a magazine? Yeah, but you know how much that costs? When I was running ads in magazines, it would cost like $1,200, $1,500 to have like a full-page ad and only ran in that one issue, that one issue, which was like a monthly issue. And then if you wanted to be in it again, you had to pay another $1,500 to run in the next issue. 
You don't get to just stay in the issue because you paid your $1,500. you in that issue. But when they circulate their next issue, you ain't in it. You can, you can advertise on social media for a couple hundred dollars. And I'm not even talking about ads. I mean, ads are great. Like, I love ads. The only problem I have with ads is that, you know, Facebook in my world has been so finicky. Like, I don't even violate the rules. I don't even do things that are wrong. I don't even push the envelope with Facebook. And literally, the past seven years, I can, I can create an account and they'll shut the account off. Right? I mean, my most recent thing was there was some suspicious activity on my account. I sent in my ID, and they were like, no, you failed the ID, and you can't submit a review, and there's nothing we can do. I get on the phone. They're like, yeah, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, we're going to miss your business. I'm like, this is insane. Now, for people who just really want to get on the phone and, and stay on it and stay on it and stay on it, you know, I've gotten my ad account back before. I know I could do it, but I'm tired of, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of playing that game with people when there's so many other different ways that we can advertise. I'm not saying don't do ads. I'm saying do ads if you can do ads. It's just for me, I love doing ads. I get results when I run ads. I teach other people how to run ads, and then, boom, my ad account gets shut down, right? And it's like every advertising agency leader or whoever, they know this. They've got multiple ad accounts and this and this and this. Come on. Just the average person doesn't have time for all that rigmarole. That's the difference. The difference is that I'm not in the advertising agency business, right? So therefore, you know, I don't have the time to do that. I'm an entrepreneur. I just want to run my ads, make my sales, and go live my life. That's what I want to do. I want to create my marketing assets and uh, go live my life. So that type of hassle over the past five, seven years, I'm just over it. That's me, though. But if you can run them successfully and they don't shut you down, go for it because it's getting in front of other people's audiences. That's what you got to do. If you're going to spend $1,000, you might as well spend $1,000 on Facebook, then, then going into a magazine, then getting on a radio show, then getting on a, a, a TV because you can't even track that. You can't even measure that. All they can tell you is, yeah, we've got 20,000 people that subscribe, but you don't know how many of those people actually opened up the magazine and looked at the page. There's no camera documenting that. You're guessing. You're gauging. But when you have media that you can, mess it, that, that you can measure, what happens is that you can refocus your advertising dollars. You know exactly how many people saw the ad. You know exactly how many people clicked on the link. You know exactly how many people saw your lead capture page. You know exactly how many people opted in. You know exactly. Listen, you, it, I, one of the biggest things I learned in marketing over the years was you can't scale what you can't measure, period. You can't scale what you can't measure. So for me, I have, my brain doesn't even work when it comes to things that I can't measure, right? I can't, is it a good idea? Sounds like a great idea, but if I can't measure it, then for me, it's just brand awareness. And with brand awareness, I'm not expecting a sale. With advertising, I am expecting a sale. Brand awareness for me would be like you put a big billboard up on the side of the road in the big, you know, those big shoes in the center on the, on the side of the expressway. 
That's brand awareness to me. Why? Because you can't measure how many people actually looked at it. Yeah, they'll tell you, well, this particular highway going in this one direction, driving north, has about 2.0 million people that drive on it every morning that, you, you know, that come past it. Okay, it could be 2 million people that drive past it, but everybody is driving looking down at their phone. They're not looking up at no billboard. They should be looking up at the, in the window, but they're not doing that. People looking out the window, down at the phone. They're not looking up at a billboard. So can you track how many people actually saw it? Can you track how many people actually put your phone number that was on that billboard in their phone? Can you track how many people actually uh, wrote that phone number or that website from your advertisement down? No, you can't. You can't even start tracking anything until somebody goes there. But you don't have a reference point. How many people saw it versus how many people went there matters. That is one of the most important metrics that exists. If a 1,000 people saw it but one person went there, that ain't good. But if five people saw it and one person went there, that's damn good. Do you understand? It's not the one person. It's how many people saw it versus the people that actually went there. You need to be able to track. So getting in front of other people's audiences has been the detest, it's been the way we've been doing things. But now we're on the Internet, and you've got to be able to track. So you're going to do an ad on social media? That's the best thing smoking, in my opinion. If you're going to do a promo on Instagram or social media, which I'm actually getting really, really good at understanding how this whole thing works, I'm telling you, I'm intrigued by it because I can see how if I can get in front of 500,000 people that have somewhat of a targeted interest in what it is that I'm talking about, and I can actually track it, and it only costs me $300 or $200 or $40 or $1,000 or whatever it costs me, but I can track it. And I can get leads, I can get followers, I can get sales from it, I can monetize it, I'm game for that all day. And I can sit at my home and do it. See, that's another thing. We're talking about time. It's talking about having a life and a business both at the same time. I don't really want to have a business that I got to be running all around town doing. I don't. I don't, I don't want that in my life anymore. I, I'm done with that. I have to be available to my son, I got to rip and run with him. If the school call me, I got to be able to go on up there. He, the school don't really call me, not because they think bad, but sometimes he hasn't felt well or something like he hurt his finger one time. One time he forgot his lunch in the, in the car. You know what I'm saying? So it's little things like that. They're not that often. But if I worked a job, I wouldn't be able to be attentive. I wouldn't be able to do that. And for me, that's a hell of a big deal because that's why I do this. So you got to identify what's important to you, and then you got to identify what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And if something needs to be done and you're not willing to do it, the question then becomes, well, how do I get it done anyway? You're not willing to market, well, that's a different thing because you got to market. But if you're trying to get to somebody's list 
and they won't give you the list or they're taking all day to give you the list of five people and then they, you know, it's this, it's that. They call themselves trying to call the people before you call them and they mess it up and all this and then you finally get to the people, you get zero sales, hey, or zero leads from that. I'm telling you right now, you better start learning how to get in front of other people's audiences, not just the audiences of the people who get started in the business, because they could have very good audiences if they are influential, but 80, 90% of the people are not influential. They might have a few people that have a few people, which is good, which is what we're looking for, but while you're doing that, your money moving slow. Your money moving slow. And I want the money fast. I'm just going to be 1,000 with you. I want the money fast. I don't want it. Listen, I'm not going to take something from somebody. I'm not going to rob or steal from nobody. I'm not going to manipulate nobody. But if I can do it legally, morally, and ethically, and I can do it fast, why would I do it slow when I had an option to do it fast? That would be insane, too. So as we talk about other people's audiences and things like this, guys, I want you to understand it ain't new. When you start hearing these types of terms, guys, it ain't new. That's all we've been doing in marketing is getting in front of other people's audiences. That's all you've been doing on social media is getting in front of other people's audiences. That's all you've been doing with your advertising, your marketing, your, ad, your ads inside the newspaper, the radio, the television, when you go to the local chamber of commerce. All you've been doing is getting in front of other people's audiences. The issue is that now the world has evolved, those ways aren't as effective, and you haven't evolved with it. So now you don't know what to do. I'm telling you, you got to grow. You got to move along. You want to you wanna be mad because you still got A-tracks. Don't nobody care about that. Either you're going to download Apple Music, Spotify, whatever, either you're going to do that, Pandora, or you ain't. You don't have to. But we don't care about you not having no A-track. And no, we not, you can't file no lawsuit because we're discriminating against you because you have an 8-track and don't know, none of the manufacturers want to make 8-tracks no more. Get with the times. Period. So that is my message for you today. Other people's audiences is where you need to focus. But how you're doing it is also where you need to grow. It's where your skill set needs to enhance. It's where you need to study. It's where you need to spend majority of your time. Once you get your, your lead capture page and once you get a way to capture your leads and once you get a way and an offer that makes sense for people and once you have something of value to offer people, you want to put that in front of other people's audiences at a mass scale. Target it, though. Target it. Target it. If I put my picture on a bus in the city of Atlanta, it's brand exposure. You, that, it, ain't no, it ain't no marketing because that, that bus driving up and down the road is going from this neighborhood to that neighborhood, this demographic to that demographic. We don't know who's seeing it, who ain't seeing it, who writing it down. It's just people start to see your name and see your face. Brand awareness, not a problem. If you got a budget for brand awareness where you don't have to make no sales right now, go ahead and do you some brand awareness campaign. Other than that, let's get to these sales. Other than that, let's track, let's measure, and let's scale because that's what this is all about, especially on the internet. Well, especially this marketing and advertising anyway, but especially on the internet because it's so simple to do. Easy to keep stats. Easy to keep track of 
of, you know, what's happening, who's clicking, who's watching, how long. Like, you've never been able to do things like that before, and now we can. So I want you to get on the ball. I want you to focus on that. I want you to mind your business when it comes down to your advertising, okay, and getting in front of your uh, in front of other people's audiences. Not the old way, but let's evolve into the new way, all right? So, guys, I hope that you picked up something that I've dropped down here uh, today. It has been my pleasure to share this with you. What a fantastic week we had this week. I'm so excited. Uh, I feel we had some really, really good content and some things that you can use. I want to make sure that you know to go back, right? Go back to the podcast, your streaming service. Go back to winwithtracy.com. Listen to many of the, um, of the podcasts that resonated with you. You need to hear it again and again and again. It is there for you to consume. Make sure that you subscribe. And most of all, if you are not yet on our podcast, our exclusive podcast list, make sure you just simply text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. And I look forward to seeing everyone on Monday. I want you to have a great strengthening Guys, no, I don't say weekend. We're going to have a great strength end, okay? Have a great strengthened and um, be better, be great, right? I'm going to be in New York City. New York City, here I come. We'll be leaving this evening. We'll be uh, at an event teaching people all about how to trade, invest, and grow their money using apps. If you are in the New York area, make sure you hit me up and let's connect Saturday is the big day, so I look forward to hanging out with you guys that are out that way, and I'll see everyone on Monday, same time, same line.